Hi, it's DeWire, gamblersadvisory.com, a free site, bettingangle.us, a free site. It's the day after Clarissa Shields' victory over Savannah Marshall. Let's talk about that fight, but first remember, the opinion you should follow should be your own. Just consider this it's video to be... Just consider this video to be a second opinion from uh, my Alexa and from me, right? You know, the pace is the story of the fight. It got away from both women. This was not the fight I was expecting. Don't get me wrong. I'm not going to give the casino their money back. Clarissa Shields delivered, and you got her at great odds, close to even money, which is hard to do in a Clarissa Shields fight. In other words, your profit should have been something in the 80% range, right? Well, just understand. Let's role play here. You're Savannah Marshall. The crowd is your crowd. It's a fever pitch. They're for you, right? Other than her corner, it didn't seem like anyone was rooting for Clarissa Shields, at least not on the telecast. Now, you understand, as Savannah Marshall, that you are viewed as the puncher in the fight. You have many more professional KOs than Clarissa Shields. You also understand because you're aware, because you're empathetic, because you're a pro fighter and you're looking for every edge you can get, you understand the crowd wants you to go after Clarissa Shields. The crowd's expecting you to show that power to go for the home run. You want to bring the crowd in the ring with you. You need to give them something. In other words, you're fighting at home. You need to show the home crowd, hey, I hear you. I'm with you. So the opening bell sounds, and Savannah Marshall does just that. She comes across the ring. She throws some big punches. She's pursuing Clarissa Shields. She is backing up Clarissa Shields. But if you're Savannah Marshall, and let's be real here, you want to please the crowd, but you want to win the fight. You know you're fighting a great fighter with an extremely successful amateur pedigree, including multiple Olympic gold medals, who has previously been undisputed, right? An argument can be made that Clarissa Shields is the most decorated boxer in the sport. Sure, Savannah Marshall owned the one win it was an amateur win over Clarissa Shields. But she had to realize that she was fighting an elite fighter. So she had to know privately, this is going to be a tough fight. Now, she has the height 
and reach advantage in addition to the crowd advantage, right? She has the height, she has the reach. Hindsight's 100%, but after the opening show for the crowd, in other words, the first 25, 30 seconds of the fight, after you let the crowd know, hey, I'm aware of the fact that I'm the puncher in the fight, Right After you let the crowd know, hey, I'm not bashful. I'm not afraid to get on my front foot here. Right After the first 30 seconds of the fight, if you have an authoritative jab, and there's a great discussion on whether that's the case in the comment section of my pre-fight video, if you have an authoritative jab, think Vitaly Klitschko, think Lennox Lewis, think Vladimir Klitschko, right? You can be a puncher. You can have the chaos on the resume. But if you have an authoritative jab, as well as the height and the reach, your default should be against this level of opponent, right, whose nickname was the Guote. Your default should be to pump the jab, throw the jab, slow down the fight. You don't want anarchy. You want structure. You understand. With this crowd in your backyard, a crowd that's going to cheer every time you throw a punch that comes within, let's say, four inches of Clarissa Shields. You understand that a tie goes to you. If this is the kind of fight where at the end of the fight, we're thinking, well, who won this fight? Well, I'm telling you that many gamblers are going to think, well, who's the hometown fighter or who's the home country fighter? Right? Who was the crowd cheering for? So here, Savannah Marshall had to know in her own head, I'm not knocking out Clarissa Shields in the first or second rounds. Clarissa Shields is highly skilled. This fight's going to go a few rounds. I'm the taller fighter. Right? She's on her back foot. I can play to the crowd here. Let me throw a jab. Let me establish distance. Right? It doesn't matter who the puncher in the fight is. Right? Lennox Lewis, Vladimir Klitschko, they were both the punchers in many of their fights. They still established the jab. Let me establish the jab and force the shorter fighter to have to come through my jab to get to me. If I make the rounds slow rounds, and if the shorter fighter can't get through my jab, and I'm the more active fighter because I'm pumping the jab, I'm going to win many of these rounds. Now that should have been the thought process. Hey, we can all pretend we're trainers. I'm pretending here in this video. 
right? This is boxing. It's a roundtable discussion. You might have different views. I want you to put those views in the comment section of this video, just like you pointed out before this fight that you thought that Marshall had a great jab, right? Put your views in the comment section of this video. Let me just say, if I'm Marshall and I have the crowd on my side and I have a smaller fighter in front of me and I am the puncher in the fight, I would want slow rounds where my jab is giving me a volume edge. Let's also talk about the reason for pumping the jab. Clarissa Shields is a great counterpuncher. But understand, it's harder to counter a double and triple jab than it is a single jab. Right? A single jab, I have that time. You throw it. Oh, I slip it. I come in. I'm throwing a hard counter. But if you're doubling up that jab, better yet, if you're Larry Holmes level, and you're fainting like you're going to throw the jab. So not only is it a double and triple jab, but I'm guessing when it's actually a jab. Right? If you're great with the jab, if you're Savannah Marshall and you have the height, why not use height and reach? Why not put the burden on your opponent to do something to get by the jab? Let me point out, too, that because Savannah Marshall, by the way, neither fighter, sets up an authoritative jab in this fight. Neither. And I was surprised with the Shields side of the ledger because Shields has an authoritative jab. Right? Neither fighter shows an authoritative jab in this fight. Neither one. Well, the problem with Marshall's strategy, where Marshall's trying to crash the pocket, Marshall is front foot heavy, and I'm telling you, that's not necessarily a good thing. Right? For me, a fighter needs to have a back foot. A fighter needs to have variety. A fighter needs to have a strategy. A fighter needs to keep an opponent guessing. So, here... Marshall is crashing the pocket so much that something happens that should never happen. And it starts happening, by the way, in the first round of the fight. Clarissa Shields starts countering with power shots, right? A jabbing contest never breaks out in the fight. Clarissa Shields not only starts countering with power shots, Shields, who has the faster hands as it is, starts throwing wicked counters to Savannah Marshall's body. Right now, had Marshall had a different center of gravity, and fighters can't rework themselves for every fight, right? Savannah Marshall is tall, but she's tilting forward. Had she had the gift of Vitaly Klitschko and could tilt backward, right? Vladimir Klitschko can tilt backward. Then the jab would have been a problem for Clarissa Shields, and Shields would have had a hard time reaching 
Savannah Marshall's body. But instead, the pace of the fight is far ahead of both fighters. A brawl breaks out. And that's when Clarissa Shields is able to come in, throw counters to the body, and then, as Marshall, who, like most sluggers, is not defensively blessed. As Marshall tries to move away, she's getting hit with shots. Rather than slow down to fight behind a jab, distance, a lean back, right? A double jab, a triple jab. Rather than have slow rounds in front of a crowd who's going to give you all the slow rounds, Savannah Marshall loses control of the fight. And she's giving the faster-handed Clarissa Shields a chance to show Shields' hand speed. Right, and so at the end of six rounds, I had Clarissa Shields winning at least four of the first six. The first round I talked about earlier, it's breathtaking, right? Savannah Marshall comes forward and she's walking in. But understand, by the middle of that round, literally by the middle of that round, Shields is pivoting and Shields is throwing power shots with hand speed. By the time you get to the end of the round, Shields, as she's walking to her corner, makes a face at the camera and you understand that she understands that she has the hand speed advantage and that she has landed several crisp body shots. Andre Ward, Timothy Bradley on the ESPN Plus telecast I saw started talking early in the fight. We're talking about second, third round, about Shields' efficiency in landing those body shots and how those body shots were going to take away Marshall's power. I'm telling you, by the end of the fifth round, Marshall looked winded. In other words, sure, in the ring, when she's facing off against Shields, she has the poker face going, right? Boxing has a lot of poker. But when she's in her corner and she's around her crew, you saw she was exhausted by the fifth round. In other words, the lead up that a great jab gives you, right? The other person's outside. You're throwing the jab you're able to dictate the timing of the fight. You've dampened their volume. The other person is trying to figure out how to get close to you, how to get past the jab. They're not in your grill deep in the pocket landing counter power shots to your body like Clarissa Shields was. So at the end of six, I had Clarissa Shields winning at least four. Four of the first six rounds. Now, in women's boxing, you only have 10 rounds, even for big fights like this. So you understood. If conservatively, conservatively, Shields won four of the first six, then Savannah Marshall, over the last four rounds, would have to win three of the last four just to get a tie. 
Understand, Savannah Marshall, if she's down 4-2 in a women's boxing match after six, she would have to sweep the last four rounds to get the win. Because if Clarissa Shields won one more round, then it would be 3-1. Savannah would just be making up the two rounds she's down. Now, Savannah does make a little bit of a comeback, but I thought Clarissa Shields won two of the last four rounds. When I heard the scorecards, the wider scorecards, the minute you heard them before they announced the decision, you understood Clarissa Shields had won the fight. Because the only way, the only way Savannah Marshall could have won the fight is if it was razor close. Let's talk about a blown opportunity. And I want you to think about the rumble in the jungle, Foreman Ali. Now, as I've said here previously, in that fight with Ali hanging out by design by the ropes, right, had Foreman, who's throwing the volume, right? He's the one who is making the action happen. Had Foreman just motioned to Ali, not gone over to the ropes to engage Ali, but just motioned to Ali, hey, player, I'm here in the middle of the ring. Come on over here and fight me over here. Right? Had Foreman done that, gotten Ali off the ropes, Foreman would have been much better off. Now here, the pace gets away from Clarissa Shields. Understand, both fighters fight far from perfect fights. So Clarissa Shields needs to take breathers during the round. So there's a moment in the middle of rounds where Clarissa Shields, by design, goes over to the ropes. Right, folks? It's, it's shocking. Right? So my point to you is when a fighter is going over to the ropes by design, by the way, you knew it was by design because Clarissa Shields would always get off the ropes before the end of the round. In other words, this wasn't the fighter who got hit with some shots and is over by the ropes because they can't be anyplace else in the ring. No, this is the KG vet. This is the Ali type mindset. This is Floyd against Marcus Maidana, right? This is the fighter who says, you know what? I'm going to take a breather. This is Canelo against Kovalev in one of their rounds. This is the fighter who decides, okay, you know what? I'm going to take this round off, and I'm going to be over by the ropes. Well, with Clarissa Shields, the pace of the fight is so out of control for both fighters, both of them, that Clarissa Shields decides she's going to take parts of the round off. This is really Canelo against Alfredo Angulo, if you remember that fight. Now, your Savannah Marshall, the fight's in your backyard. At that point, do you want to follow the gloat over to the ropes where she wants to be, knowing that Clarissa Shields is still completely alert?
In other words, you follow her over to the ropes, she's going to be blocking shots. She's going to be defensively savvy. Right? Again, this is not the hurt fighter over by the ropes by necessity. No, this is the tired fighter who, of all the places in the ring, wants to be over by the ropes to conserve energy. Had Savannah Marshall, knowing that the crowd was cheering for everything she did, had Savannah Marshall then either walked over to Clarissa Shields and just thrown jabs from distance, why overexert yourself when the other fighter's taking a breather? Don't you want to throw volume, right, safe volume, a jab where you can have a guard up and stuff like that, and you have the height here? Don't you want to come over and just throw the jabs and say, okay, if you're going to make this part of the round slow, I'm going to win this part of the round. Or don't you want to be more to the middle of the ring and motion the shields, hey, there are no timeouts in the middle of rounds in boxing. Girl, I'm here. We both signed a contract. I'm here for a fight. Stop resting on the ropes. Here I am. Come fight me. Don't you want the judges thinking, oh, man, Shields is making this fight. Excuse me, not Shields. Marshall's making this fight happen. Shields is practically not fighting here. Instead, Savannah Marshall, round after round, like George Foreman, goes over to the ropes against a great fighter who wants to be up on the ropes. Then, of course, Shields predictably blocked a bunch of shots, then, you know, comes off the ropes to throw her own shots after she's gotten a breather. Right? Marshall should have been more in control of tempo. Right? The crowd is her crowd. If she's the one, as it was, shields through about 40 more punches than Marshall. Right? That's four punches around. That's even with shields taking breathers. Right? Marshall could have easily upped her punch count by staying outside and shooting a jab. Use your height. Use your length. So, Shields was able to pull this off. I'm sure Marshall now is realizing, you know, I should have used my length. I should have thrown double, triple jabs. I should have been more back foot oriented. Right? When Shields steps in and she's trying to counter to the body, Marshall's body shouldn't have been there. Right? Boxing's not all about coming in and emptying the tank and having anarchy and having a fast pace. No, boxing in part is about restraint. Knowing when to be defensive, knowing when to be on your back foot knowing when, even when you're the big puncher in the fight, to work behind the jab. Right? I mean, folks, as tall 
as Vitaly Klitschko was. He was harder to find in fights for an opponent than is Savannah Marshall. Right? If you have the height, if you have the jab, if you're fighting a shorter fighter, if the crowd is with you watching what you're doing, don't you want to force Shields to have to find you, to have to get through your jab? Also, you know what happens? You know the great fighters, right? Think of Vladimir Klitschko's one-two, right? He throws a jab really to set up the right hand behind the jab. Didn't you want Shields dealing with a jab to the point where when she gets by the jab, you have the right hand ready? Now, as for Clarissa Shields, I'll say this. I know it was an emotional fight. I get that. I know you had a statement to make. I get that. I understand the emotions are flowing. I understand you would have fought Savannah Marshall, the one woman to beat you in the amateurs, anywhere on the planet. I get that. But emotions got the best of her. Where was the jab? Right? Why was, why was she? And I know Shields is usually on her front foot. But as she told you in the post-fight interview, Savannah Marshall can punch. Right? Why was Shields always throwing power shots, making this fight a rough-and-tumble affair. If Marshall's predictable and coming forward, right, if you're Shields and you have the quicker reflexes, the quicker hands, you're, dare I say, the better athlete, shouldn't she have stuck and moved more? That's the fight I was expecting. Instead, this fight became blood and guts. Is that what you want to fight against a puncher to be? If you're fighting Mike Tyson, isn't the path to victory the Buster Douglas path, right? You're throwing a jab. He gets desperate and tries to slip the jab. Oh, here's the uppercut. Right, you have tricks behind the treat, right behind the jab. Isn't that the way you beat a Mike Tyson? Who fights Mike Tyson thinking, okay, let me get deep in the pocket and trade with this brother, trade with this puncher? Well, that's what Clarissa Shields did. I thought she took unnecessary risks. I thought the history between the two women got the best of her. You knew by the third round. This is a murderous pace. You saw Shields taking parts of rounds off by the ropes, and you thought, well, that makes sense because the pace has gotten away from both fighters. Given that Savannah Marshall wasn't keeping anyone guessing, right? Even her rhythm had you knowing where she was going to be, right? She bounces the same way every time. This isn't Roy Jones. She wasn't coming in there and 
flexing and flexing where you don't even know where the entry point is. Here, you knew when, when Savannah Marshall was coming forward. You mean to tell me against this opponent, Shields couldn't have made this an easier fight? So, really, the star of this fight was the pace. It was astonishing. And, of course, it was the emotions. Right? Let's drop the poker faces. Savannah Marshall is completely tired by the end of the fifth round. Shields is completely tired by the end of the sixth round. Right? And is taking breathers predictably about, let's say, 50 seconds into rounds. Right? I thought the fight was intense. I thought the right woman won. I thought Shields won the fight, let's say, 7-3-ish. Right? I thought the unanimous decision was appropriate. Right? I thought Savannah Marshall... And I know the crowd loved it, made a mistake in playing too much to the crowd and in having the fight be too much of a free-for-all. Had she just worked behind a jab, had she come in when Shields is resting by the ropes and just peppered Shields with jabs, had she called Shields to the middle of the ring, She could have made this fight closer to a 5-5 fight, and then the judges could have shaded the fight, as they often do in boxing, in favor of the home country fighter. Right? I'll close with this. Ali is fighting Jimmy Young. Now keep in mind, Young's interesting. Because Young beats Foreman, I would argue Young should have been awarded the Ali fight. Right? Ali goes over by the ropes, just like Clarissa Shields does here. But then Ali is so desperate because Jimmy Young, unlike George Foreman, does not follow him over to the ropes, that Ali starts motioning <laughs> Jimmy Young over to the ropes, and Young just looks at him. Right? I'm telling you, Young was a great fighter. Well, just to understand, here, Marshall fighting in front of 20,000 of her fans, right? Clarissa Shields predictably, I mean, it was almost like clockwork, predictably in the second half of the fight is going over by the ropes, right? Clarissa, put it this way, Marshall should have pumped a jab, taken a step back, Motion to Clarissa Shields <coughs> to come fight her in the middle of the ring. If Shields didn't, and Marshall just went over, threw a few more jabs, let the round die down, or waited out Shields, who was going to pop off the ropes with 15, 20 seconds left in the round, right? And these are two-minute rounds. It would have looked like Marshall was controlling the tempo of the fight. Just consider that when you're seeing high-level fighters fight each other and call each other out and dictate the pacing of the fight.
That didn't happen here, and it cost Savannah Marshall. I congratulate Clarissa Shields. Great fight for women's boxing. Let's just say, though, that both women abandoned their jabs and let the pacing of the fight take center stage. It was out of their control. That's how I see it. Let me hear from you. I hope you leave your comments in the comment section of this YouTube video. Thanks for stopping by.